to A Reader's Book Corner, a weekly podcast hosted by author and avid reader, Teresa Beasley, that focuses on discussing and supporting indie books and the authors who write them. And here's your host, Teresa Beasley. Hello, and welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today in episode 27 of A Reader's Book Corner, we're discussing Bed of Bones by Cheryl Bradshaw. Now, Cheryl Bradshaw is a New York Times and 11-time USA Today best-selling author writing in the genres of mystery, thriller, crime, romantic suspense, and supernatural suspense. And as I said, today we'll be discussing her Bed of Bones. She also writes some nonfiction. Bed of Bones is a 300-page mystery, and it's about a, a this, this uh, case that happened, a death that happened in 1956, and it kind of carries over into the present day. There was two young boys. They were out playing on their um, grandfather's land, and they find a mine. And one of the little boys, the younger brother Leonard, his slinky that he's playing with rolls into the opening of the mine, and he goes after it and falls to his death. That starts off the story of Bed and Bones. His brother Willie tries to go for help. So then that is in the summer of 1956. It starts to affect the present day, especially for filmmaker Melanie Sinclair. Now in present day, Melanie Sinclair is a filmmaker who is releasing a screener for her movie Bed of Bones. And it's loosely based on what happened from 1956, but it goes a little bit more in depth as you continue on with the story. Now, Salone Malone is a PI. She's a private investigator, and she's hired to find Melanie Sinclair after she goes missing the day of her screening. The day of the screening, Melanie goes out to find her glasses and is kidnapped by a masked man. So now the opening of this book kind of sets the stage for this intriguing mystery that goes on. Um, it has the kidnapping and family secrets and unsuspected twists. So you're you're going on a ride as you're reading this book. Not only are you trying to figure out whatever happened to Willie after losing his brother to this fall back in the summer of 1956, and how is it directly related to Melody in the present day because of her movie? So how are these related? So it makes you want to read the book because you want to figure out how is these two things related? You know they're related in some type of way because they're presented at the beginning of the book. But you're wondering how they're related. Now, there's um, relationship issues throughout the book, too. You have Sloan, the PI, who is dating Giovanni, who happens to be part of like a mafia family and he happens to be in the whole the theater when all this stuff happens at the screening so let's let's just talk about the screening so at the screening of her movie she as I said goes out to get her glasses well as the movie starts playing you know everybody's watching the movie and then all of a sudden the theater blows up and Giovanni happened to be in the theater when it blew up so that is a connection with Salona Giovanni um, and it's his brother, Carlos, who hires Sloan to find his friend, Melanie Sinclair. And Melanie Sinclair is, as I said, the filmmaker that goes missing, specifically after the theater blows up. So I will say this book, also with Sloan, there's uh, her ex-boyfriend, Cade, his daughter, Shelby, kind of comes to her house. So not only is Sloan trying to investigate 
and figure out what happened to Melanie Sinclair. She's trying to deal with the relationship with Giovanni. She's also trying to deal with her ex-boyfriend's daughter who kind of shows up because she's all in her feelings about her dad. So she's got all these things going on and she's trying to solve this, this whole mystery of Melanie going missing. I like that Sloane doesn't let anything or anyone intimidate her. She stands her ground. She's, as we would say, about it because she is a tough. She's tough. I also like that the mystery, it kept me on my toes. It keeps you going. The person who I believed was guilty the whole time through the book was not the right one, which I absolutely love. I, was, I loved it because when the reveal does happen at the end of the book, I was completely shocked on who was behind all this all these things that were going on. You know, from Melanie getting kidnapped, then Melanie's assistant getting kidnapped, and then you have another lady that worked. And all these are related to this Bed of Bones movie that's being screened. So you have all these incidents going on, all these people disappearing, and they're directly related to this particular movie that Melanie is screening and releasing. I just felt like I was on a journey with the book, the mystery, and the, and the way she describes the areas and the locations. Um, and then just taking the ride with Sloan as she's working with Carlos and they're trying to figure out how is, why is all these people related to this movie being taken? Um, and then there's little filters of clues that are in, which, which I love about a mystery, is that you have all these little hidden little gems of clues that when you're reading, you're not really paying attention to them. But you realize that they're there after you get to the end and you realize who's doing all the things. And I don't want to go too in-depth about it because I don't want to give anything away. But this book was so good. And I realize now, after reading it, why it has so many reviews on Amazon. I mean, I think it has like 3,600 reviews on Amazon. I see why. I really like Cheryl Bradshaw's writing style. I like her mysteries. Um, I will try more of her books. I also have um, tried her nonfiction book as well, which is it's about writing mysteries. And it's so informative and so helpful. And it's really helped me on the mystery that I'm working on now. Now, Bed of Bones also, as you're going through and Salone is kind of dealing with the ex-boyfriend with his daughter and those things are kind of interfering and then she's trying to deal with this on again off again relationship with Giovanni um, she learned some things that's going on with him and his family which she indirectly gets stuck in the middle of and she wasn't even trying to be in the middle of so all that's going on too and so you're you're watching you're you're reading how Salone is trying to deal with all these different things that's going on with this particular um, mystery but she's still trying to do her job that she was hired to do and that is to find Melody and when the clues start coming and she starts putting pieces together her along with Carlos and then Kate kind of helps a little bit too Kate is her ex-boyfriend um, who has the daughter Shelby Carlos is Giovanni's brother now Carlos Giovanni and their sister are kind of you know are dealing with their whole mafia family situation with their father. And then Sloan also has a friend who is a medical examiner, Maggie, which Maggie gets pushed out of the whole investigation because of some other things that go on. So, but I won't reveal that. 
But as we go on with this, um, this mystery, my thought in reading the whole time was, what does this have to do with the prelude, prelude at the beginning with these two boys playing and him falling? Which was a shocker when I read the part that the little brother falls down and dies. And I mean, well, you assume that when he gets to the bottom, he is going to die. I mean, that's a long drive when it's a mine shaft. You know, mine shafts are deep and they're like these tunnels. So it's, it's like really deep and dark and dingy in a mine. So I'm visualizing this poor little kid being fallen down in here all because he wanted to get his slinky, which it's an actual fun toy. I mean, especially if you you hit it and it goes down the stairs, which is how I did mines back in the day. But I'm not gonna give my age. Um, with the slinkies, those things were pretty fun, you know, in those times. So you're you're wondering the whole time how is this related to Melody? And as Sloane is investigating the mystery, she ends up talking to a gentleman that kind of lays out the story and you learn a little bit more about Willie and Leonard, the two boys at the beginning and their family um, history. And that's when the family secrets and things start to come into the story. So overall, this was a really good mystery. It has all the mystery tropes. Um, and with reading this book, as well as going through her Mastering Your Mystery her nonfiction book about writing mysteries, looking at the, the tips that she gives in there while reading her Bed of Bones book really helped me in learning different parts of a mystery and what to look for and how you hide the clues and the little hints that go on. So it was really, really worth reading. So if you would like to know a little bit more about Cheryl Bradshaw, you can always visit her website at Cheryl Bradshaw dot com she has several series that she's written um mystery series as well as thriller series and like i said she does have that nonfiction book which is mastering your mysteries um she has written a lot of books um in the mystery genre but like i said her website is cheryl and she spells her Cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L, Bradshaw, B-R-A-D-S-H-A-W.com. She is on Facebook and Twitter. So if you just check out her website, that will lead you to all of her socials. Bed of Bones is available on Amazon and all the other platforms. So my question for you, listeners and readers, what mystery have you read that just had you so compelled and so worked up as you were reading it. What has been the best mystery you've read? I won't say as this far in 2022 because we're just starting 22, but what was the best mystery book you read in 2021? I'll leave the question in the comments below, in the show notes below. Um, so with that being said, this is our first full episode um, full title that we've discussed for 2022. Once again, even though I said it on the first episode of 2022, I want to say Happy New Year's to everyone. So thank you for tuning into A Reader's Book Corner. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to connect on the socials, you can connect with A Reader's Book Corner 
on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at A Readers BC. And if you know of an author who is independent that you would like featured on the podcast, or if you are an author who is listening and you are independent and would like to see your book featured on the podcast, email me at tabeasley at arbookcorner.com. Until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.